to each and every one of you today. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast from the Impact Power Sports Studio. That just sounds fantastic. Impact Power Sports Studio. Impact Power Sports in beautiful Rockford, Michigan. You'll be hearing more about them as the days and weeks go on. But thank you so much for joining me on the show. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Boy, where to begin? Um, first of all, most important, the uh, great food giveaway. As we're trying uh, to feed 100 people for Thanksgiving. Now, I, I do have some news today. $4,685.60 was the cost that we were quoted for all of the food to feed 100 families with a Christmas ham, uh, potatoes, gravy, corn, rolls, a pie. All of that costs plenty of money. We've been raising money. As of right now, we have $2,837.52 raised, leaving us $1,848.08 remaining until we meet the goal. And that's just for the food. Because, as you know, it is great food giveaway number four with tampons. Uh, Folks that are underserved or underprivileged. I don't even know what right word. What type of nomenclature we're supposed to use, but you know what I mean. Even taking care of something like that can be a gigantic... I love it. Kenny says less fortunate. That's that's the one I'm going to go with. I've seen you write it before, but it never sticks. Uh, less fortunate. Uh, something like that is uh, sometimes it's a monumental decision between whether or not they eat or buy those products that, well, I mean, come on. Isn't there some nation that just made them free for everyone? Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of not a bad idea. You know, if... Uh, if your life is at a level where that's a, a big decision where it was like, do I eat or get a feminine high? God, help those people out for fuck's sake. So anyway, uh, any extra money, we're going to buy as many of those products as we can to distribute on the day of the great food giveaway number four with tampons um, giveaway. And that falls this year on Thursday, December 21 at, at 3 p.m., at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. A very nice uh, tip was given to me by a gentleman who, um, that would be John, John Paul. John Paul is his name. He let me know that, yo, EZ, I'm pretty sure that the cost of the ham dropped significantly. The way he wrote it was annoying because I was like, wait a minute. He writes, ham's on sale at Meyer, $8.99 or $0.89 cents a pound. You'll save $2,000. He says, always works that way. And this is the part that annoyed me. Don't know why you get the quote from Meyer before December 1. And I'm like, well, excuse the fuck out of me. I'm sorry. I don't know the ins and outs of the grocery industry. 
So though annoyed, I, I tracked it down. And um, apparently, though, the one that we're looking for is not 89 cents a pound, the ham we want, but 99 cents a pound. And I'm pretty sure the one we were quoted was like $2.99 a pound when we did this the first time. So I reached out to my guy, Admire. I go, yo, is this is this true? He says, yeah, it is. I go, all right, can you give me, redo the estimate? So um, I'm not, it hasn't been 100% confirmed, but I'd say 95% conf- confirmed that our goal is going to be like $2,000 less to feed all these people, which essentially means uh, we've already beaten it. So hold tight on that, and I will let you know. And that means that everything we uh, come up with now with you uh, generously giving will go towards the feminine hygiene products for the less fortunate. The Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance will also be there giving uh, pet food away, dog, cat, rabbit, you name it, on this day. So people pull up in their car, uh, and then we give them the food. We give them the pet food if needed. We give them the feminine hygiene products if needed, and that's it. No questions asked. In fact, if you're enjoying the show right now on the live stream, this is what you do. If you want to help out, I'm including it in the uh, in the chat now. My um, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo spots. You can find me right there. Preferred is Venmo and Cash App. PayPal takes some of the money. Megan, just getting in here. Megan, it's looking like we have a lower estimate for food. Like $2,000 less for food because the price of the hams dropped dramatically. So, uh, Maureen says, well, that's BS. The guy from Meyer should give you the lowest price of the season. He knows what sale prices will be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go ahead and pick a fight with the guy who's helping me, Maureen. How about just shut up and just understand that he he didn't know. This is this is someone I know. This isn't someone who's going to screw me. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? I'm sure he would have given me the lower price had I not said something. God damn. That's a nomination right there for you. Anyway, uh, Chris says, now we can add a bottle of night train to each order. Well, I don't know. They even still make night train wine. All right. So that is the latest. Um, if you could, you see, that's uh, what I just posted on the, um, on the live stream uh, for you to throw a few bucks our way, even if it's only $5. If it's a dollar, I don't care. I don't care what you give as long as we, uh, we have strength in numbers. You know, we have only just north of 20 people who have uh, um, thrown some cash our way. Literally, over the weekend, we had zero people sending any money whatsoever. And I, I hate begging for money unless if it's for an absolutely incredible cause. 
and to support these people, uh, give them a uh, a free meal and any type of any type of perk uh, would be. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. The looks on these people's faces when we give them the food, it's like this is their respite. This is their oasis at a time when stress and anxiety are burning into their brains. Uh, We'd like to help in any way we can. Tim said, I think in years past, they actually gave you a better price on the day you actually paid for the food. See, Maureen? Uh, So, yeah. If you could throw, if you haven't yet, if you haven't yet, and even if it's just a dollar, I'm not even kidding. Uh, check out those spots online, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, and uh, throw a couple of bucks into the pot for great food giveaway for with tampons. Uh, that is our top priority on this show all the way up under the day of the big giveaway. Uh, Fox 17 has um is confirming right now with your old pal EZ about me going over there and vid- visiting with them. It's looking like Thursday, December 14th. And uh, I will be on the television with them on the Fox 17 morning show at 920 in the morning. So there'll be some changes to the actual live podcast here. But... You can watch it on Fox 17 on Thursday, the 14th at 9.20 a.m. The point of that, seven days before the Great Food Giveaway uh, giveaway was um, to help spread the word that we're there. That is our biggest challenge we've discovered over the years is um, keeping a steady stream of people showing up to actually get the food. So that will help, and um, that's the point of going there to ensure that um, more people are aware of it. A lot of the times, we're just standing by the side of the road convincing people to pull over. And all right, I guess that works, but um, we'd really like it where if it were someone who um, knew about it in advance might make life a little bit easier on them. So excited about that. All right, let's get to the nonsense about the college football playoffs. Some of you, I can't believe that Florida State is not in this thing. And um, the morons that are watching and listening to this right now are going to throw all this bullshit out about how Florida State uh, isn't any good And uh, they didn't play anybody this year. I don't give a fuck. Going into this final vote to determine the top four teams in the playoffs, they were in the top four. Uh, I see so many idiots saying, oh, yeah, well, they shouldn't have been there because uh, uh, they uh, they had the uh, 55th toughest schedule in the country. Well, wait a minute. They were voted in in all the other votes. Are you, why were they even voted in during the other votes? Did they, did they not know the strength of schedule then? Who gives a shit? It's a, it's called a power five conference. You know, there's, there's all the big conferences like the big 10 and the sec. And then, uh, after those five, it's all high school teams. No one gives a fuck about the rest of them. They're all shitty. 
Well, Florida State is in one of those Power Five conferences. And all they did all year long was win every game. They did not lose. And then they go into the final vote, and then this committee that decides the top four, they love the sexiness of an Alabama team in there. And they they take the team that hasn't lost and put them out of the playoffs and take the Alabama team and put them in the playoffs for the very sexy Michigan-Alabama matchup. Okay, there is about a million a million reasons why Alabama does not belong in there. Uh, but the only reason that matters why they don't belong in there is that Florida State had an undefeated season despite, despite losing their quarterback. Uh, their quarterback was uh, injured, and so now they got a backup in there. And so this committee goes, oh, well, they're shitty now. They can't perform. They're shitty. And I, for the life of me, in the spirit of what college football is supposed to be, the fact that these fat fucking old assholes decided that and took that away from these fucking players after they bust their balls and uh, worked their asses off all year long, who gives a shit if the quarterback's hurt? Who gives a fuck about their uh, strength of schedule, Cox? That would make it for that much uh, better of a story if they go in there. I don't give a shit if they go in there and get jail sexed by Michigan, Florida State. Who gives a fuck? Who knows? Maybe they pull out, uh, pull a rabbit out of the head and fucking something dramatic happens. You can't have anything dramatic happening if you cocksuckers are doing this to them before the game, the playoffs even start. You fucking assholes. God damn. Alabama. Fuck that. You fucked it up early in the year. Fuck you. I do not buy that one bit. No way. No way. No how. Uh, Florida State should be in there. God damn it. I cannot believe it. They won all their games. They were in the top four during every one of these college football playoff rankings that came out. And suddenly, they just decide after they win their conference championship. Again, not convincingly. I get it. When is it, uh, why is it so, such a thing where if you don't win convincingly, uh, you're out. That is bullshit. They are being punished for winning all of their games. That's what just happened. We just saw a college football team get punished for winning all their fucking games. Oh my God. Again, I don't give a shit about your fucking strength of schedule. I don't give a shit about who's hurt. There are other people that play on the football team. Jesus, that is so bad. Now, Alabama plays Michigan. And I am now 100% a Wolverine fan. Alabama has no business being in the playoffs. I want Michigan to win. I am rooting for Michigan. Michigan needs to jail sex Alabama. Thank God Michigan is so fucking good this year. All right? The best, the, hey, tell you what, this is the best thing to happen to Michigan is the fact that now, I mean, at the end of the day, look how they're sitting. After the dust has settled, Harbaugh has served his suspension. No one gives a shit about all that Connor Stallions bullshit anymore. 
That's in the rearview mirror. Now they are sitting pretty uh, number one right now. And the, I hope to God they humiliate Alabama. Who? Okay, right now, I don't give a shit who wins. Which one of the three teams wins? As long as it's not, El- of the four teams, I mean, as long as it's not Alabama. That's all that has to happen. No Alabama. The whole world hates Alabama right now. God damn, that is so bad. I cannot believe that Florida State got kept out of that thing. That is just so terrible. The fact that it comes down to these uh, fu- this fucking committee uh, uh, looking at the kids at Florida State and say, yep, we know you've busted your ass, but because one player got hurt, uh, you're out. That is so annoying. That's That's like an early life lesson that those kids learn. Welcome to the real world. Where you get fucked right in the butt. God damn it. Uh, This is uh, some asshole named Boo Corrigan talking to Reese Davis about um, coming to the conclusion that they did. Audio check, video check. The state. Why did you choose Alabama? Well, I I think in looking at it, and again, that, that, that was the decision, was Alabama at four. Florida State is a different team than they were through the first 11 weeks. Uh, Coach Norvell, their players, their fans, you know. Uh, and- Look at how insulting. Resume comparison. And they're showing their strength of schedule and all this other shit. Uh, win-loss versus top 25. They're 3-0. and Bama's 4-1. and I, I don't, I mean, this is the big glaring number that's making everybody freak out. The strength of schedule, 55th in the nation, Alabama has fifth. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. So what? Uh, give a little opportunity to an upstart team that has been beating the odds. Isn't there, isn't there something, isn't there some, uh, can't you give something to that? I mean, you'd have a massive underdog going up against Michigan. I mean, and if they won, can you imagine? It would be fantastic. It'd be a great story. Plus, they've got this really politically incorrect mascot logo of, like, a Seminole Indian screaming his war cry. How is that even a thing anymore? An incredible season. But as you look at who they are as a team right now, uh, without Jordan Travis, without the offensive dynamic, that he brings to it. They are a different team. And the committee voted uh, Alabama 4 and Florida State 5. There are a number of people in that committee room, Boo, who have football backgrounds. Jim Grobe, great coach at, at uh, Wake Forest. You had Will Shields, who's a, a Hall of Fame player. You've got Joe Taylor, great coach. Chris Alt, great coach. When they, when they were debating this, and Booger's been talking about it's okay to win with defense. When the coaches, the football judgment people in the room were debating this, what moved them? I think it's one of the questions that we do ask is from a coaching standpoint. Because Alabama gets preference. You know, who do you want to play? Who do you not? It's a sexier matchup. Want to play. And as we go through that, again, looking at where we are today, right? Not where we were three weeks ago or – you know, eight weeks ago, who do they want to play? Who do they not want to play? And they, Such bullshit. they've got a significant voice in the room. And as we went through that and we went around and around uh, late last night, came back again this morning to do it again. And, you know, again, we came back with um, 
you know, the top four as we did in Florida State at five. There's no way this gets corrected. Either You know what? Honestly, either way we lose because if Alabama wins, that's disgusting. If Michigan wins, that's disgusting. It's going to be insufferable assholes either way you look at it. See, you're either going to have asshole Bama fans or asshole Michigan fans. What a crock of shit. What a way to see out this miserable uh, four-team playoff system. If you remember the way they came up with this years ago, they go, all right, we're going to start by easing into it and just have a four-team playoff, which that's not enough. Okay? And... um, now they're expanding it, and next year there will be 12 teams in the playoffs. So we we won't have this nearly as much of a, uh, of a debate in the years coming up. All right? Uh, so, you know, this, this is kind of ushering out this bullshit era in a, in a horrible way that I, I just can't stomach. God damn, how, how revolting is that? Uh, Chris says, let's all just hope Texas wins it all. Joe Martinez says as much as I want Michigan to win, I believe Texas will take it all. Well, I, you know what? I don't even think that. I think that Michigan will take it all. Michigan is fucking great. Joe says to me, he texts to me, oh man, that was, that wasn't a great win for Michigan over Iowa. It's like, are you crazy? He goes, yeah, the offense was a little sluggish. Who gives a shit? They could have scored just three points and it would have been a rout. Iowa's kind of shitty on offense, but Michigan's defense is so strong. I mean, seriously. But, uh, see, I can't figure out who I want less in there. I mean, Michigan definitely deserves to be number one. At least Michigan deserves to be in there. They kicked everybody's ass all year, half their fucking games, they don't even have Harbaugh, you know? Uh, you got all that bullshit and all the cheating scandal. Um, you know, I mean, uh, fuck, got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. By the way, Jimmy, uh, Jim Harbaugh, he, uh, after the, after the win, uh, he was interviewed and he's, he, I didn't realize he's so into baby Jesus. Uh, he's one of these Jesus uh, was rooting for us, guys. Have you ever heard anybody uh, do that? And say, oh, man, Jesus, is so, he really ro- was rooting for us because they assume that Jesus is rooting for a football team. And to me, there's nothing dumber on the planet than that. Okay? Uh, Jesus loves Michigan football, apparently. I hate that. Jesus is like, I have got bigger shit to worry about than your stupid football team. Okay? Quit quit uh, invoking my name on your dumb football team. I don't give a shit about your football team. I've got wars going on all over the place. Famine, uh, a drought, flooding, and you're, you're uh, telling me to get involved in the football team. Uh, Corey says the level of arrogance to think that God or Jesus or Allah or whoever the fuck cares about your sport is so ridiculous. 
I hate that. Uh, it's been a while, but Hurricane Ashley is back. People have been asking questions. Where are you? I mean, it's good that you're here. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Blue State Rob says, anyone who thinks Jesus watches football needs to be kicked in the cock. He doesn't give a shit. Okay? Yeah, th- thank him for the food. You know? Baby Jesus, thank you for giving us food to nourish our bodies. Amen. Rub-a-dub-dub. Let's eat the grub or whatever it is. All right. That's how I feel about the college football playoffs. Ton of bullshit. Closer to home. Just when I thought that I was doing fantastic on Christmas shopping, this happens. Queen of the Forest puts out her, uh, you know, we have like this group group text. Okay, here's my Christmas list. Okay, all right, great. And uh, I see she wants a new Keurig coffee maker. I go, this sounds great, you know. Go on, do my shopping, Amazon, purchase, boom. Everything's great. It arrives at the house. Uh, I put it in an, in a secure place where she can't get to it and see the gifts. I want to keep it a secret, you know? I mean, there there's really no surprises. Um, everybody has a list. So pretty much just everybody just buys stuff for each other. It'd be like the same if we all just bought our own thing. It's really quite silly. But I can play along. I think the best the best way to do it is when a person really has to put thought into it to come up with something on their own. Like, no lists. If you were to impose a family rule, no Christmas lists. You can only uh, receive gifts. Yeah, you can only buy ones that, uh, hey, I think you need this. I think that lends to, you know, a little bit more thoughtfulness. That's like the real way to do it. But I'm kind of glad that it's just lists. You know, this is what I want because I don't have time to think about that shit. So, and I'm out, I'm outvoted. Diana is in charge of all this shit. When it comes to Christmas in this house, uh, there's uh, one and one only when it comes to uh, the decorations, when we put up the tree, uh, the food we're going to eat, the how the gifts are distributed. She's got this uh, Adolf Hitler-like mentality on Christmas morning where um, she figures out how she wants the gifts open and who gets what. So she'll actually distribute. Okay, Jim, here's yours. And then we all have to watch. Oh, wow, cool. Uh, okay, Dad, here's yours. We all have to watch. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. And then she's like, get video of every second of this. So I use all the space up on my phone and record it all. And for decades now, uh, I have I have uh, Christmas on my phone, and we have never, ever went back and looked at even one of these. So to this year, I'm just going to hold the phone up and not record. Uh, it takes about 10 hours to open up all these gifts. Takes forever. 
Uh, we have to have like an intermission. So I buy her the coffee maker. Yesterday, this is fucked up. She comes back from uh, Costco. And uh, she goes, hey, can you help me with the grocery? Costco admire. Help me with the groceries. She calls me as she's pulling in the driveway. I go, sounds good. I'll be right down. Come down and I'll open up the trunk to get the groceries out. And there's a brand new Keurig. And I go, and I have this look on my face like I have with you right now. And uh, I'm like, wait a minute. She, she put that on her Christmas list. What the fuck is she doing? And she goes, oh, did you get me that? Because she can read my face. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. She goes, yeah, uh, uh, Kevin bought that for us. My brother. I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on here? I'm standing in the trunk looking at one of the gifts that you put on your list. And then you went ahead and bought it. You bought it and said it's from your brother for you. That happened. And I go, well, uh, she goes, well, well, which, which, uh, Keurig did you get me? Which, which Keurig? Does it look like this one? I go, I don't remember. I don't know. So I'm there with my dick in my hand at the trunk of the car outside. And I, I go to Amazon pre, I go, I bought, I bought this one. She goes, oh, this one's better. Like, this is so fucked up. She goes, that one's nice, but I like this one better. So I didn't say shit. I was like, okay, save it. Talk about it on the podcast. She goes, we can put that in the, in the, uh, in the RV because the RV one's busted. We can use that little one that you got me. Huh? Whatever. I thought I was doing so well because I had purchased... I purchased this and another gift for her. I like only need to get her like one more gift. And now it's like all fucked up. It's like, we gotta, we gotta, um, I think we gotta rethink this approach uh, of, of how we do things here. You can't, there's a real, um, that's a, that's a, a two minute penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. If you ask me that you, you put on your list, Keurig coffee maker it's she's not specific in which one it doesn't say make sure you get me this one it just says a new Keurig so I got a new Keurig and I felt great about it open up the trunk there's a new Keurig oh yeah I just bought this for me from my brother which I guess that was something that they had communicated to each other I felt like such an asshole. Tyler says, quote, we can use that shitty one for the RV. Blue State, Blue State Rob says, asshole of the day nomination worthy. Yes, I think that that supplants Maureen. Maureen is off the hot seat. And a yellow card. Ryan's is actually pretty amazing when you think about it. She's basically authorizing you to do nothing. Big fraud no longer has to shop for anything. Blue State Rob says Pooh Bear lost Pooh Bear points. Kenny says, wow, Christmas knifed. Uh, Amanda says, um, 
our president from mom and dad is a day sponsorship to WYCE in the name of our brother. Okay. It sounds like it's like uh, sentimental there. Our presence from our grandparents is a donation to a local charity. We don't do material goods to avoid the greed. Uh, man, if I tried that in this house, I would get the shit kicked out of me. We go full greed. Full greed. If I even floated that idea, I would be ostracized and excommunicated. God damn. Right? Says nothing better than a good cock kicking. Oh, he's referring to Blue State Rob's comment about anyone who thinks Jesus watches football needs to be kicked in the cock. But I think that the cock kicking could apply to your old pal EZ. Uh, Blue State Rob says the best gifts are the ones people don't expect. Aram says, but seriously, that is so mean of her. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily mean. It's just thoughtless because she put it on the list. She put it on her list and presented it to all of us Think and then thought, oh, well, I'm just going to assume that no one's going to buy it for me, so I'll just go ahead and buy one. She opens up the trunk. I see it, and I got this look on my face. I go, oh, boy. Oh, no. Yeah, but this one's better. Eh, maybe, maybe a little mean. Maybe tiptoeing into the mean realm, mean-ish. No big deal, though. Size of the problem. I'll get over it. It's my wife, for God's sake. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Amanda says we celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. You know, not the birth of Santa Claus. Oh, wow. Look at you. Kenny says next year you'll need to check with Mr. Moneybags, a.k.a. the NFK, to see what she's talked him into getting her first. Blue State Rob says it was a total impulse buy, I suspect. I think it was because it was on sale. I think that's exactly what it was. Uh, Ryan says, is the queen of the forest available for comment on this? I will try. You know, um, let's see. If you get a second dot, 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 pull away from the class and call me, period. The podcast audience wants to hear you talk about the coffee maker debacle, period. Call me when you get a minute, period. Um... Ashley says, I was going to say, I hope you bought the machine at Costco because they do have a better one there versus Amazon, uh, Amazon, Amazon. No, it's definitely a better one. But I mean, again, on her list, she didn't specify. She just said new Keurig. So I went to Amazon, bought most frequently, bought it. And that was it.
Tyler says, great. Now she's going to call all of us cockheads. Kenny says, did the NFK later say to you, hey, man, hey, mate. (laughs) He says, hey, man, did you see that sweet coffee maker? I got my sister. I love that. I love that fucking thing. So that's what happened in my house. So basically I have to, uh, I have to come up with something else to get her on her dumb list. Christmas at our place is weird. I'm just kind of along for the ride. All right. Uh, thanks to you folks who are enjoying the show on Facebook X and, uh, YouTube. I appreciate that, but I would love to see you on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or Download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and then uh, you can watch the show that way in its entirety. The audio podcast is available for download as soon as I finish this up. I make it available uh, for you. If you ever want to say hello, drop me a line. Email on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I have a Patreon. It's free for seven days. The latest edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is up as well as the latest edition of Who Are These Free Beers? Where I get lots of comments from people when I post a free clip. Uh, I have to promote Who Are These Free Beers? And that show, outside of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, gets the most um, you know, buzz around it. And every time I post a new edition of Who Are These Free Beers, I get kind of like a, a similar reaction from people who, it's really odd. Um, there are people that are like, oh, yeah, it just shows you're not over getting fired. And it's like, no, 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 no. I don't know how many times I got to tell you this. It has nothing to do with uh, taking, I mean, true, I, I do not like Greg at all. I would like nothing better than for Greg to fall on his face. And I know that sounds fucked up, but uh, it's just the way it is. But this is more about the nonsense that they put out in the radio, the indignation and the butt hurt that they get when their fans say, Hey, what's going on here? And so I'm leaning into that to present to you with my thoughts on what they're doing. Audio evidence along with Ben Glaze. Uh, Michael writes, love the beat-ups. They used to nonstop make fun of Bob and Tom for having failed marriages and running segments into the ground, and now look what they've become. I wrote exactly. There wasn't an avenue to do this show in the past, but because of what they do, it begs a review. A lot of what we talk about on Who, who Are These Freebirds is based on complaints from scores of people on the show's own subreddit. Their made-up Reddit lists, wacky games, numb topics, boredom, and bad jokes all contribute to our content. And then I get a lot of people that are saying, um, I like your show better when you don't bring your former job into it. You are entertaining enough on your own. And I was like, hey, thanks. Something for everyone, I guess. I publish a lot of material. It's not one size fits all. Enough people love the free beer and hot wings beat ups that it's a no brainer. We'll keep doing it. 
Uh, Derek says, keep going. Absolutely love it. I laugh so hard every time. That's the point of who are these freebirds. It's to, it's to laugh. And frankly, if you think about it, from when I was on the radio to now, there is no change. I still swing for the fences every damn time. That is what I do. I would make fun of uh, people on the radio when I was on the radio. So the I am the only one who is qualified enough to make fun of that show. Uh, Cody says, it's been eight years. Let it go. And I wrote, I get that. And I hear that a lot. But I don't do this because I can't let it go. Who are these free beers is a very funny show. Ben and I enjoy doing it, as does the audience enjoys hearing and seeing it. Believe me, I let it go forever ago. But the garbage they put out needs a beat up every once in a while. That's on brand with me. It used to be on brand with them. Hence the need for who are these free beers to exist. Cody says, well, I mean, if it makes you money, I guess. Just not healthy. No, it's absolutely healthy. I don't. Are you under the impression that it's like I sit here uh, emotionally distraught unless I am able to attack these people? You're reading into it too much. It's all for jokes. Pete writes, you need help, my friend. I was like, how so? He says, it just seems you're a little stuck on this, EZ. I know it was a tough thing, but don't you think that you would be happier if you moved on from it? I do enjoy what you do, but seems like it's time to move on. What is the goal here for you? And I wrote, see the previous comment on this post, which is I stand by it. It's fucking fun. It's fun and funny. And the audience loves it. And anyone who does it doesn't love it. Well, don't listen to it. I'm sorry if you're a pussy. God damn. So anyway, who are these free beers is available on Patreon for free. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. Slash Eric Zane. Uh, Tyler says, I guarantee that all of the people criticizing you have never listened to who are these free beers and don't understand. There's a legit reason behind the show. I mean, sure. There, I always have a, uh, an ax to grind with Greg always. Um, but there's also, a degree of professional criticism that goes into that. For example, Greg announcing that he's just kidding with every joke that he makes from an air check professional standpoint. Stop doing that. Um, he cracks a joke and then he's like, Oh, oh I'm, I'm, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. So bad. So bad. Um, the Danity says Zane is always going to be unapologetically Eric Zane, and that you can take to the bank without a doubt. Without a doubt. The only people who don't like who are these free beers, they're not so much concerned about my health and getting over it and all that shit. They love that show. We do share an audience, and they don't like it when on my show that they like as well, 
uh, uh, sticks my fucking finger in their eye, which I've done for decades. I have never changed my game plan. It's, it's the same as it was years ago. In fact, it's, it's even much more intense now. That's the only way I move the meter is by being me. And you, you know, again, I throw it out there and you take it or leave it. Seems to be working out. I appreciate you. But uh, if, if you're sitting there saying that, uh, assuming that when you listen to that show that that's the best they can do, they're fucking taking advantage of you. That is a bullshit show that puts zero effort into what they do. And it's disturbing how little they try. Aram seems to be pretty butthurt about Diana and the coffee maker. He... He digs at my wife. What did Diana buy, Eric? A pair of socks. <laughs> uh, Ryan says it's pretty tiring, the arguments I see you have to do with nitwits that talk down to you about you pulling shit from your old show. Exactly. That is a target-rich environment. I love doing who are these free beers. Um, getting, getting in a clip that I know makes it sounds like shit. And playing it and laughing about it, that's fucking great. Blue State Rob says most of their fans know they are shit. They just don't know how to find better content. Aram said, I don't think they can do worse than that idiotic brainstorming session about who would play trivia that arrived at donut eating. I'm telling you, I'm glad Ben had to review that because... Just listening to the clips that he presented, I wanted to hang myself. I don't know how anyone with a clear conscience in the audience can listen to that and say, yes, this is good. I'm not wasting my time listening to this drivel. What a pile of shit. Uh, Blue State Rob says, Greg won't admit that he's gun-shy because of what happened to EZ. He knows it in the back of his head. Aram says, I cannot comprehend how the audience could overlap at this point. You'd be surprised. There are people that listen to me, and they keep it under wraps. And the only time that they really come out of the woodwork, because they still like that show, is when they get offended enough to actually say something to me. Still like my show, but they get butt hurt because I'm picking on free beer and hot wings. Again, this show originates in the Impact Power Sports Studio. More on that in a second. Uh, thank you, Facebook, X, and YouTube for being here. And Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. As I mentioned, the studio naming rights have been awarded to Impact Power Sports. Um, so I just started talking with these folks at Impact Power Sports not long ago. This all stems from a couple of months ago. I was at a um, a golf outing for the Grand Rapids Gold. I was emceeing a golf outing. And uh, one of the sponsors of the golf outing was Impact Power Sports. I'm going to show you their website in a second here. 
you know, since this is the first time I'm talking about him on the show, I figured I'd give you the uh, Reader's Digest version of how this happened. Um, and then this familiar face comes walking up to me. It's this very sweet lady by the name of Kathy. Kathy used to um, uh, work with me on the radio. And um, we had a conversation, and I found out she does a lot of stuff marketing-wise with this Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. And uh, so we're just chit-chatting. I go, hey, maybe they, I think this impact would be a, a, a great fit on the podcast. Uh, let me send you some marketing, some, like, uh, thoughts about what I can do. And then, you know, that was it. We were kind of, like, off and running at that point. We had a lot of conversations. Um, and then uh, I, I was able to meet. It's a family-owned business. And um, I was able to uh, get a bead on, on what they do there. And we kind of hit it off. Uh, you got Ron, who's, um, Ron's the dad. Drew is the son. They own Impact Power Sports. And um, that's how this all came about. And then after we hit it off, uh, they said, you know what? We want to sponsor the Eric Zane Show podcast, and we want to uh, have the naming rights on the studio. I go, I said, well, I can't think of anything that sounds better than the Impact Power Sports Studio for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, Impact Power Sports, they just became the newest authorized Yamaha golf cart dealer in the state of Michigan. And that's a pedigree. So if that's something you're looking for, uh, this is where I want you to go. You can check out their website at impactpowersportsmi.com. Uh, they just started working with Yamaha. In fact, one of you said that you hear Impact Power Sports on the huge show. Yeah, that's right. Billy is all about my friends at Impact Power Sports. In fact, they just made a Yamaha golf cart for both Bill Simonson and Lomas Brown at the Ohio State-Michigan game at the big house. So Bill and Lomas are there having a tailgate. And then Impact shows up and they back these awesome Yamaha golf carts with like their names on them and present them to these guys. You know, Bill loves that sort of stuff, you know? So he's riding around Michigan Stadium giving Ohio State fans the finger with Lomas. By the way, congrats to Bill's son, Ace. Ace just made All-State. He's an All-State offensive lineman. And he's a defensive lineman as well. Um, Bill's kids got a real chance to go somewhere in football. This guy is an absolute monster. Uh, to be like six foot three, he's a junior in high school, six foot three, 287 pounds. He's only going to get bigger. At Impact Power Sports, Christmas is right around the corner. They've got a huge, huge selection of kids' ATVs golf carts, UTVs, e-bikes, and more at prices nobody can beat. You can find them at impactpowersportsmi.com. Thank you for supporting the Eric Zancho podcast and sponsoring the studio. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zancho podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. 
Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right. O'Neal is totally on his back right now paws in the air sleeping with his eyes open you can actually see open eyes that is disturbing to me all right you just you just woke up uh if you're just joining me i'm gonna throw this out there again for the uh for great food giveaway number four with tampons uh we had it seems like we get the most type of um we got the most action during the week during the actual show the weekend we had zero action when it comes to raising money. So I'll just throw it out there again. PayPal, Cash App, and Venmo. Uh, we prefer, I prefer Venmo and Cash App. PayPal takes a little bit of money out, and that kind of stinks. But uh, there you go, so we can meet our goal. Um, I will update this again, that it appears the cost of hams dropped dramatically. And... To lower our overall cost for the food from forty six eighty five to closer to twenty six eighty five, which means technically we have already made the goal. But um, I haven't gotten the full estimate yet from uh, Sean over at Meyer. When I do, I'll I'll talk about it here. Um, that means that any other money we raise is going to um, go towards sanitary products for ladies who, I mean, it's a challenge for some folks. And I mean, think about it. If you're, you know, not everybody can just run to the store and buy a Keurig. This will be the gift that these people get for the year. And um, that's that's heartbreaking, but um, let's see if we can uh, help, help people out in any way that we can. Ryan says, I'm so glad you're doing this easy. I'll be there to help out and proudly pitch in. We're going to come up with a spreadsheet, a little document. You can volunteer your time to join us. We all kind of get together wearing like uh, Santa Claus hats and wave at people at in front of Irvine's and tell them to stop. Um, and, uh, you know, that uh, if 
you want to sign up for that great food giveaway, number four with tampons. Um, I'll share that with you as soon as I get it uh, taken care of. And then uh, you'll join us on Thursday, December 21 at 3 p.m. in front of Irvine's. Ashley writes that her boyfriend, Tim, doesn't know where those products go. Yeah, I guess that was, uh, she's throwing that out there. There was some discussion amongst these two legends that about that. And I guess Tim might have missed that portion of uh, reproductive health during grade school as to uh, what's going on there when it comes to uh, the monthly uh, time where you know, the uterine kind of resurf uterus kind of resurfaces itself. And, you know, the bad stuff's got to go somewhere. So it goes flying out where the baby comes out. And, you know, that's, that's it. Ding dong. Wasn't quite aware of that. Ashley throwing him under the bus says, Tim thinks you have to take those products out when you pee. So Tim thought that a tampon would go up the urethra. It's like, you dick, there's two openings there. The P one is for P only. The other one is where your ding dong goes and where the baby goes out. Her body gets flush with uh, hormones when the baby leaves and that thing dilates to quite a, quite a size, you know, so that it's uncomfortable, but she can have the baby. So, all right, Ashley's getting, I'm so glad you're back because you're providing that. That's a fantastic story. Uh, I guess he had called her dumb. He called Ashley dumb because she thought that Jim Harbaugh was actually going around Ann Arbor stealing stop signs. True story. And so he's like, oh, oh, what, what are you doing? Hey, no, I mean, that's not it at all. You know, I mean, it's like signs, like, uh, you know, they do like, uh, hand signals, eh? Uh, Ben says that Ben Glaze is here. He says that his friend found out there's two holes there just a couple of years ago. There's a book out that came out quite some time ago called, uh, mystery, uh, ER horror stories. And I remember back on, uh, the Joe and the poor boy show, uh, the book, a copy of the book got sent to us and we interviewed the author. And one of the stories was about an elderly woman who was, uh, you know, when I say elderly, I mean just a couple years older than myself and the queen of the forest. And uh, they live like in a backwoods part of whatever part of the country and they go to the doctor because she is experiencing some discomfort in her pee hole. And um, the doctors were, now they have, um, they, they never had children, but they do have sex, obviously. And she says, yeah, I have, I have a burning sensation when I pee. So the OB takes a look at her and uh, he discovers a fully intact hymen. And, you know, obviously that's not going to be there from years of sex. And then he looks a little further and he realizes that the urethra, the opening, which is supposed to be very small, is, is quite large and flappity. He deduced and figured out that the guy had over the years shanked out her pee hole and was having sex with her pee hole for decades. And he's like, what has sex been like? She goes, Oh, it's a little bit uncomfortable from time to time, but otherwise it's fine. 
Um, yeah. And then he, he had to explain her because you're doing it all wrong. What the, what are you, huh? Um, so that's remarkable. God damn. We could do a, so here we are on this show. We got people who are, um, just discovering this sort of thing. Tyler says he has to have a needle dick. How is that even possible? Maybe he had trouble and he started with something small, like you're gauging out an ear and worked his way into it. Like maybe he started with like a dull toothpick. Uh, She never used a tampon correctly. Smallest penis ever award. Amanda says, I'm going to throw up. If you find out that you're that stupid, you should probably just throw yourself off of a cliff. All right. How did I get to that portion? I think this happened because, okay, I guess that concludes uh, my promotion of Impact Power Sports. I promised them a nice, solid, long commercial. Thank you to Impact Power Sports at uh, impactpowersportsmi.com. And then somehow we fell into Ashley talking about uh, Tim not understanding the female anatomy. I know every inch of female genitalia. I could identify it, you know, like every single structure there. There's all, it's an amazing organ. Uh, Ashley says she will be at the great food giveaway to clean the bathroom. After that now legendary moment in the summer when uh, Harbor Humane brought puppy dogs for folks at the car show to see, Ashley took it upon herself to take one of the puppies and give it a bath in the bathroom sink when no one was looking. Oh, my God. This fucking dog stinks. I love it. Fuck you. Fuck you, puppy. I love you. Oh, my God. You're so dirty. Back to the scene of the crime. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Love them so much. We go back a long, long way. I appreciate you and all that you've done for me. Get your cars repaired at Irvine's. If you want to support the show, the number one thing to do is to engage the sponsors. Spread the word about the sponsors. Tell your friends, like, Maybe you do get your car serviced at Irvine's, but it would be so much better if you convince your friends to get your car serviced, their car serviced at Irvine's. Free loaner cars, early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, uh, located right in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. ERVines.com. That's ERVines.com. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. Uh. Ashley says, can you do Canadian Tim and me talking? Yeah, before I, uh, yes, I could, but I'd probably want to write down some content. Ryan says, God, I love that impression so much. I've missed it. All right. Ryan says, I think it's pretty easy. Just have him asking about feminine products. So it'd be like, oh, hey, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Oh, like, uh. These products are beauty, but I don't know where they go, eh? Oh, fucking shit. Oh, my God. You're so fucking dumb. I love you because you're so smart. Fuck you, you fuck. It goes right at my pussy. <laughs> your, va- 
Oh, oh, hey, your snotch is a beauty, eh? Oh, I can't believe you got to stick this thing up there, eh? Jelly donut coming. Oh. Oh, fuck you. I'll give you a jelly donut. (laughs) I love you. Fuck you. Stick your dick in my bloody gas. (laughs) All right. Might have to draw the line at stick your dick in my bloody gash. All right, I got to go pee. Oh, fuck you, eh? I'll be back. Hi. This weekend was the third anniversary of um, the great kidney donation, the great kidney giveaway. Can you believe that? Three years. Three years. Three years on uh, Saturday. Talk to uh, Jeffrey's doing fantastic. And uh, all is well in the world. Um, I have an update, too, on, um, on speaking of kidney giveaway. <laughs> this is kind of like uh, burying the lead, but I've been hanging on to the story for a little while. You may recall I posted this. Um, Megan sent it along. This lady's looking for a kidney. This is how people have to find donors. This way. By putting out like flyers. Searching for kidney donor. Uh, uh, Megan asks, oh, did she find a donor? Because Megan is the one who tipped me off about this. I have news about this. Searching for kidney donor. I have been on dialysis for over four years, and I am grateful for every moment it has allowed me to be with my children. But it is wearing on me. I need a kidney transplant, and I'm searching for a kidney donor. A living donor will be my best chance of surviving and living a normal life. If you are interested in being tested to see... If you are a match, please call the Trinity Kidney Transplant Center. Or if you have questions, you can call me. Her name, it doesn't say it here, but her name is Angelina Martinez. Um, Megan asked, did she find a donor? Did anybody call? And someone did. I know for a fact that someone called. And um, I know that because it's Pooh Bear. I had a talk with Pooh Bear. I go, hey, you see this? She says, yeah. I go, you should help her out. Now, I wouldn't do this with anybody but Pooh Bear. But she goes, well, I, I no, I'm too old. I go, no, you're not. You're not too old. Um, I think the oldest you have you can be is 65. So you you're you got plenty of years. You're perfect health. Your kidney is redundant. You should give it to her. Otherwise, she's gonna die. And so I I kind of put the full court press on her, and I was like, and uh, after about a couple minutes, 
I got her back in the frame of mind. I go, so what do you say? She goes, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I go, okay, great. So we called that Trinity Kidney Transplant Center. And uh, I didn't have her name then. So uh, then we texted the number on the bottom and reached out. And uh, we wrote, are you the person that needs a kidney? And she writes back. Megan says, is this all a scam? No, it's not. It's not a scam at all. This is all good. Um, and she wrote back, yes, it is. So I kind of got her caught up. It was the day before Thanksgiving. I got her caught up on um, on what's going on. And uh, she could not believe it. Like, I actually talked to her. And I go, okay, this is what's going on. And she's just silent. And so she goes, I want you to know that my silence doesn't mean I'm not grateful. I, she goes, I just cannot believe I'm having this conversation. This is what happens to these people. They are so beaten up and, and faced with this horrible, horrible existence. They're slowly dying. So then I go, okay, well, um, my wife is all about this. So I'm going to have you two talk. So they had a conversation. And uh, this lady goes, she goes, regardless of what happens here, I mean, whether you're a match or not, I can't, she was just, she goes, this is a, this the first, the best I've felt in years, what she said. I go, oh my God. Um, so then we filled out the information and they'll ask you if you want to participate because there's a probably... I don't know if she's going to be a match, but Diana is O negative. And that's a blood. That's the universal donor. Like she matched Jeffrey very well, but fortunately also I matched him even better um, somehow. But so it helps that Diana's O negative. Now, um, she is going to, she, we're waiting to hear back because they, you know, you have to get some blood tests and get tested. So, um, I see Ashley was thinking that you and Tim are going to do that. Definitely get tested. And what you can do is you can be an anonymous donor or uh, just donate a kidney and you will save a life because that kidney, it's like give a penny, take a penny. So Diana can do it where um, she donates a kidney. And even if she's not a match, they would find one that is a match for her. So that hers would go into the pool and they would remove one from the pool that matches with Angelina and give it to her. So one way or another, she's going to get a kidney. Um, so we're still waiting to hear back from Trinity because they sent us all this paperwork, which is kind of weird because we filled it all out and haven't heard anything yet. I'm, I'm going to actually place a call and say, Hey, what's up? You know, you, you need to do this now. When I, um, Signed up at UCLA. It was on a Sunday. By Monday at 8.05 a.m., I had a response. And by Tuesday morning, I had an overnighted uh, blood test kit. By Wednesday morning, they had it in their possession. By the end of the week, it was determined that I was a match. That's how quickly that went. Um, so thank you for sharing that, Megan. 
Tyler said, if there was any sort of karma in this world, this lady would reach out and say, oh, I already got a better kidney. You can donate yours to a homeless person or something, though. Megan says, this is incredible. I'm so thankful her daughter posted on the GR Inform page. Ashley says, you should totally make a documentary. I am. I'm talking about it. This is the documentary. You're witnessing it in real time. Uh, Nikki says, this is amazing. You two are amazing individuals. Nah, I don't think so. We're just trying to get it, make it so that people understand that this isn't that big of a deal. It's a big deal for the person who gets it, but really not that big of a deal for the person who gives it. I mean, your kidney is redundant. You don't need it. And once you give it, once you give the one, the other one increases its size and its output. It's, uh, it's really fantastic the way the body it's a, it's like an error. It's like baby Jesus, um, was making it. And then he, uh, he's making the body and he, he gave you the one you need. And then I don't know if he got shit faced during the, uh, R and D portion of the, uh, creation of the, uh, human race. And then threw another one in because he was hammered. You don't need it. Give it to someone who needs it. It's like, he said, all right, this will be a great test for humanity. He was like making lemonade. Because God says, oh, Jesus, you gave him two. We only need one of those. And he's, ah, it's okay, Dad. It's okay. We'll use it. He's like making lemonade. We'll use it as a way to test humanity. Okay? Uh, and you you, you got to give it away. We'll see how many of these dick faces actually give it away. That's the way you got to look at it, you know? So anyway, we'll keep you updated. Um, I said to the queen of the forest, she said, Trinity, have they gotten back a hold of you? No, not yet. I go, well, that's bullshit. This lady's waiting. She needs a fucking kidney. Um, I have texted her uh, here and there in uh, Diana too, saying, hey, you know, just just because after we filled out the paperwork, when you're on the receiving end like she is or Jeffrey, every minute you're thinking that something bad is going to happen. Every minute you're thinking that. So you occasionally, it's a good idea to reach out to these people and say, Hey, just, you know, we haven't forgotten about you. Just waiting, waiting. Uh, Joe Pellerito says my friend Paul and his brother, Steven are recipients and doing much better today in their forties and fifties. Yeah. You had those, uh, those bros on your podcast. Sorry. Whenever I get a text message, I'm like, who was that? Uh, Diana has not gotten back to me yet. I don't think she's going to about the coffee maker incident. I think she's ignoring me, which is a normal thing. Megan says, you're the best damn people. I know. She says, thank you for setting good examples for the rest of us. This is what I'll say about kidneys. Get the test. That's all you got to do is get the test to make sure that you're a candidate. And then you can cross the bridge of giving it away. You don't have to make any decisions. Just get the test. So call your whatever, whoever your local uh, hospital uh, system is and say, I want to get a test. And they're going to either say, uh, yeah, you're a disaster or yeah, you require further testing. Just do that. You're not making any decision and you can stop at any time. Like it got down for me on December 2nd, three years ago, 
where actually before they put the medicine in me to put me um, under sedation, they got a video camera in my face and a person writing down my words. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes or no? If I say no, they go, all right, go home. That's it. I said, well, yeah, of course I want to do it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, let's party! Can Diana attend the Great Food Giveaway so we can thank her for being awesome in person? I'm going to try. She can be there. She gets out of school at three. She's a superstar. It makes up for the coffee maker issue. I tell you all this because um, there's really nothing to fear. For the small bit of discomfort you have for uh, for a little while as you recover from the uh, procedure, it's just not that big of a deal. And you're, I mean, someone who was going to die is not going to die because you did that. That is spectacular, okay? And for me, it's all about balance. So when I say the R word and tell people who don't deserve it to fuck off, they can say, you're going to hell. And I'm going to say, no, I'm not. The fuck I am. Scoreboard. Scoreboard. It's all about balance. You want to be known as the person who saved, saved someone's life. It's fantastic. So go get tested. Quit being a pussy. I don't know if that's the, uh, for the National Kidney Foundation, I don't know if that's their motto. Get tested. Quit being a pussy. That'd be fantastic if they actually did do that. Only pussies don't get tested to donate their kidneys. You're all a bunch of pussies until you get tested to donate your kidney. Kenny says, were those the exact words you said to the queen of the forest? Oh, absolutely. I I don't know. I go, what's wrong with you? Who are you? Quit being a pussy. All right. I'm getting ahead of myself. There's so much that I want to talk about today. Thank you to Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. He is a fellow Michigan fan like I am. Go Blue. Beat Bama. 616-516-8579. Now, after Michigan beats Alabama, it uh, remains to be seen who I will root for in the national championship. Probably Michigan. I need to. I need you all to understand this. I like the Michigan football players. Okay. I do not like Michigan fan because they're such assholes. They're the most arrogant. They are the worst, most annoying fan base in the history of any sports. Period. They make Ohio State fans look normal. They are ridiculous. I want Michigan to win because of their players. I like Corum. 
I especially like I like Corum. I like uh, J.J. McCarthy. They just seem wonderful. Seem like nice people. I hate Harbaugh. He's a fucking asshole and a snake and a cheat and a lying son of a bitch. But Alabama uh, getting into the Final Four is an embarrassment. Nick Saban on TV uh, a Sunday morning crying about how Alabama needs to be in there. All bullshit. And the committee fell for it. Uh, anyway. Thank you to Joe Martinez. Even though he's a Michigan fan, he's very, very important to your old pal EZ. Uh, He revealed to us that the DTE Energy free furnace tune-up has been extended to December 31. That is huge. So this is what I want you to do to get your free furnace tune-up, normally 79 bucks. You just call Joe, 616-516-8579. Schedule your furnace tune-up, which he cleans it. He gets it running fantastic. It's super efficient. You'll save more uh, more money because your uh, furnace is going to burn less fuel. And then he leaves. No money leaves your pocket. He presents to DTE Energy that he tuned up your furnace. They pay him. That is awesome. That's how it works. 616-516-8579. Meanwhile, Joe Martinez says, Harbaugh breaking them nuts. He's talking about them beating Ohio State. Yeah, nobody cares anymore. That's over. We've moved on to the next thing. And then when it talks, he talks about me. Uh, he writes proof. When I say that Harbaugh cheats. He then adds, Eric, when did Milwaukee move to Canada? Oh, this is good. Friday at the Griffins game. We're playing the Milwaukee Admirals. The Salvation Army Brass Band is there for the anthem. It's time to say, ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the American National Anthem for the Star-Spangled Banner. Here's the Salvation Army Brass Band. But what the script says, ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the Canadian and United States National Anthems. Here's the Salvation Army Brass Band. Now, I catch it after I say it because I know Milwaukee is not a Canadian team. So whoever wrote the script, his name's Brandon. He's the ops director. He wrote it in there, and I'm just reading the fucking thing. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. So then I said, correction, the United States National Anthem. But while that's happening, there's a period of time when I said Canadian National Anthem, when every single person in the arena is like, what? They all realize it at the same time I do. And I there's a collective, oh. 
in the arena. As well as the Salvation Army brass band starts freaking out. I'm not kidding you. My eyes weren't on them, but other people were watching them. And Joe saw it. The band looked at Eric like, what the fuck? And he's right. They were all like moving their, putting their instruments down, looking at each other like, oh God, what key is it? We got to do the Canadian. Holy shit. What are we doing? Oh my God. And then I said, correction, just the Star Spangled Banner. So then Salvation, I was like, oh, thank God he fucked up. Oh boy. Cause we don't even know that one. We haven't rehearsed it. Holy shit. Son of a bitch. So that's what Joe's referring to. And so I look like the asshole. Okay. It looks like it's my fault. And I guess it is technically, um, but when you're reading and it's like one of those, it's, it's Ron Burgundy when he's reading the prompter, when he says, uh, uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego. That's, that's what that was. So that's annoying. I look like a fucking dick. And Joe wanted to bring it up because he wants me to look like an asshole because uh, I say bad things about his stupid idiot football coach that he loves. It's really weird for me to root for Michigan here. But again, I like the team. I don't like the coach. I like the backup coach who cries and says bad words on TV. That's the guy that I like. I want him to coach. But right now, public enemy number one, is Alabama. If there's anything right in the world, Michigan will jail sex Alabama and Florida State will beat Georgia. And everybody's like, oh, Georgia's already a two-double-digit favorite over Florida State. I don't give a shit about that, and and nor do they. That's the team you don't want to face. They are so pissed off right now, they're going to humiliate Georgia. Give me Florida State and the points all day. They've got a month to prepare for Georgia. Uh, Go Blue, Georgia going to jail sex Florida State University six times, says shithead Martinez. Aram says, does Linda think Alabama should be in? Uh, She absolutely does. Kenny thinks there's no way Michigan beats Alabama. Michigan's going to fucking humiliate Alabama. Are you kidding me? Michigan is so good. Oh, my God, are they great. They're probably going to win the whole thing. Uh, Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Anywhere in the U.S., you get your mortgage, 231-332-6505, red carpet service from the number one mortgage professional in the United States. Mario's business is now nationwide. It doesn't matter where you are. Reach out today, 231-332-6505, NMLS number 3035. Whether it's your first mortgage, your 10th, or maybe you're just getting money out of your home because you've got a lot of equity in it, you need some money for whatever, Christmas presents, great food giveaway with tampons, new roof, vacation, you name it, 231-332-6505. Grand Rapids Gold are in ba- uh, back at Van Andel Arena Friday night. I want to see a lot of people there. It's our first $2 beer, $2 dog night. Actually, I don't think it is. 
The gold do $2 beer, $2 dogs on Thursday and Friday. So Friday, $2 beer, $2 dogs. Everybody get a ticket. Uh, Rebecca and her lovely better, her lovely husband. Uh, that sounds weird. Her sweet husband were at the game on uh, Saturday. They said hi to me. I'm so glad you did. Thank you for that. It was nice meeting you. The gold won. That was their first victory. They lost on Sunday, but they won on Saturday. So Friday, $2 beer, $2 dogs with the Grand Rapids Gold. Get your tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. All right. As I was getting ready for the basketball game yesterday, I saw that the Lions started out the uh, afternoon against the Saints just killing them. They get the ball. They march down the field. Touchdown. New Orleans gets the ball. Right away, they throw an interception. Lions, touchdown. New Orleans gets the ball. Uh, Three and out, punt. Lions get the ball, touchdown. The route is on, right? No. Then they stop trying. The fucking team drives me nuts. That game should have been like 65 to nothing. This happens so often. And then the next thing you know, the Saints have marched down the field and they're going to take the lead. Now, there was some key plays late that prevented that from happening and the Lions get the win. And all these Lions fans are like, whoa, 9-3, great. Fuck you. I'm Team Joe Martinez on this deal. Uh, after the disaster on Thanksgiving and the way this game played out, letting New Orleans back in this game, New Orleans had it was shit. New Orleans sucks dick. And they had a chance to win that game. And somehow the asshole Lions win it. And I think I would have rather have had them lose uh, than win that game. Really. I mean, that was so shitty. And I... uh I'm just, it's going to take weeks, weeks of victories for me to buy in. And I know what you're saying. It's like, oh, you know, every, every week there's something that can happen. And the other teams playing the game too. I mean, look at Philly. Uh, Yesterday, Philly was, uh, they, they just at home were just jail sexed by San Francisco. Debo Samuel had three touchdowns. Um, Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just so used to the shit that goes on with this team. I hate it. I can't take it anymore. Uh, Linda sent me a text giving me a middle finger and then a laughy emoji. Um, Look, I call it like I see it. I don't know what to tell you, ma'am. Your team shouldn't be in there. The only reason why they're in there is because of previous year's performance. That's the only reason why. And because of the sexy matchup with Michigan. You're going to lose. Florida State's going to beat Georgia. And everybody's going to look like shit. Uh, Lions are now 9-3. and three. 
I deliberately have not looked ahead on the schedule to see who they play next. I will now. Uh, they're in the conversation of best record in the NFC, but I'm telling you, they're not even close. Um, if they take on any of those teams, if they take on Dallas at any one point or um, Philly uh, or San Francisco, they're going to lose. Right now, the Eagles are 10 and 2, and the Lions and the 49ers are 9 and 3. Who do the Lions play next? Oh, they're at the Bears. That's not going to be that easy. Then they host the Broncos. The Broncos lost this past weekend, but they they're they're playing a lot better. Then they're at the Vikings. That will be tough. At the Cowboys. Very tough. Host the Vikings. Somehow they've managed to win these close games uh, against the Chargers, the Bears, the Saints. Three of their last four they've won, but they could very easily have lost all four of those. (coughs) That's uh, the ghost of Wayne Fonts. You ever get a tickle in your throat? And you're just done for several minutes. That's how I feel right now. Uh, there was a uh, horrible muppety flippity incident that happened in that Lions game. As um, Blue State Rob says, records don't mean shit. As an Eagles fan, this Eagles team is the worst 10-2 and team in history. Still conversation about the college football game. Linda says the line is now Michigan minus a point and a half. Linda said exactly the opposite yesterday. I don't remember what I said, but I'll check it out. There was a text conversation. This is how it went. Um... I thought that Florida State should get in. Local twat Lindas thought it was Alabama. Linda writes, uh, Joe Martinez will be fucking unbearable tomorrow. Please ban him for the whole show. I'm begging you. I wrote, ha, 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 ha. She wrote, because I'll tell him to go fuck himself and I'll mean it. And I wrote, ha, 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 She said, Ben Glaze has a lot of hot takes. Wish you could have him on the show tomorrow, LOL. Then she writes, fuck Harbaugh. Then she writes, I'm literally dying over here. Bama has to be four. They were. And I wrote, wow. She wrote, OMG, OMG, OMG. And then she wrote, I'm available for interviews tomorrow. Then I said, zero chance Alabama beats Michigan. So far, this is lining up with exactly what I said here. She said, you're insane. I said, hey, I hate it too. Fuck those guys. But they're really, really good. 
She says, I'm telling you they're not. Nick will change all his signs every quarter, LOL. You know she wants to blow him when she's referring to him, referring to him as Nick. Then she sent me a Photoshop of Jim Harbaugh. Look at what she sent me. This is, uh, you can't really see it too well. Let me dim the screen a little bit. It'll come up better. She sent me Jim Harbaugh with, I think she made it so he has jizz on his eyes, jizz on his chin, and a dick going to his mouth. This is a 75-year-old woman sent me this. Can you believe that? I didn't even do that. You wanted me to read the text, you dumb twat. She wrote, he likes a big black one too. I wrote, ha 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 And that's it. And today she gave me the finger and then a laughy emoji. I don't, I don't know what I did. Saturday at 9.16 p.m., I wrote, holy shit, Alabama. She wrote, thank God, roll tide. They better be in the damn playoffs. I said, I don't know if Alabama can get in. They would have to leapfrog a lot of teams. She says, we beat the number one team who had a 29-game winning streak and won the last two national championships. That should get them in. I wrote, Texas won big today. She said, Texas can kiss my ass. I said, and then she said, I hope it gets, I said, I hope it gets them in. And then I said, no, I meant that I hope Alabama gets it. Okay. That's what she's talking about. She's saying that I contradicted myself on today's show. I guess I did. Uh, she said, Florida state isn't looking good. That game is pathetic. Oh, good. Ha ha. I said, Iowa sucks shit. And then she sent me a picture of free bear looking gross. Then I said, Texas beat Alabama. I don't think it looks good for Alabama. They might even keep Georgia in there. So then that ended. We go to the next day and I wrote, this is my prediction. So I thought about it and I wrote, here's my prediction. The playoffs will be Michigan, Texas, Washington, Florida State. So I basically flip-flopped and took Alabama out at 10.30 before the thing was released and said Florida State is going to be in there instead of Alabama. So if you sit there and go back and say, oh, you said Alabama. Well, I changed my mind, you fucking idiot. You should know that. You're a woman. On Sunday morning, I had um, fucking Florida State in there. She says, I cannot believe they'll keep the SEC champion out. Florida State has a third-string quarterback, not the team they were. So she's one of those morons. I said, Georgia's schedule wasn't that strong, so they're out. And Texas beat Bama. They could beat all four teams, but it's probably not going to matter. I said, God damn, Michigan is so good. They brutalize teams. Linda says, I don't think they're that good. And they've played one good team, and since cheating exposed, haven't won by huge margins like they were before. I said, well, that's, uh, I wrote, eh, 
Their last four opponents were four were ranked teams. OSU and Penn State were top 10 and top five, and they beat Maryland and they humiliated Iowa. And that's when she said, Joe M will be fucking unbearable tomorrow. All right. So Linda says, you were wrong. I was right. So where's the argument here? Well, I still say that Alabama shouldn't be in there. And they're going to lose to Michigan. So this isn't going to matter. Okay? So nice try in thinking that you got me. Because I said in one text Saturday night that Alabama should be in. I quickly changed my mind on that. And said it's Florida State all day. Uh, Fucking sports junkie Ben Glaze writes cold take. Ball doesn't lie. If Alabama, and that's what Anthony Bellino probably said. If Alabama beats Michigan and Florida State doesn't beat Georgia by at least three, it proves the committee made the right decision. Well, okay, that's where I'm telling you Michigan is going to beat Bama and Florida State is going to beat Georgia. Blue State Rob, that's that's a little too. Blue State Rob writes, jizz on Harbaugh's face, plus hearing the word Greg made me think. Does Greg eat pussy or is he afraid of it like he is of letting water hit his face in the shower? There is no way that Greg goes down on his wife. There's no way. It's always a little janky down there, but it's supposed to be. There's no way he has that ability. I mean, when I do it, I put my face right in it. I need a snorkel to breathe. Aram makes a great point. Uh, point. He says, this is like politics. People memorize talking points and retell them. We can go on all day about this. I'm telling you right now. Ben says those talking points were my own. Well, congratulations, dipshit. Joe Martinez says, Saban going to be sucking them Harbaugh nuts. All right. Moving on. Uh, There was, though, something else at the Lions game that I needed to share with you. Someone broke their leg badly. Thank you to, uh, I think it's Rich S. who sent this along. It was sent along by more than one person. Audio check, video check. All right, you see two dudes here with yellow stripes. These are like uh, part of the officiating crew who like um, in charge of where the first down is. You know what I mean? Like the, like the first down markers. Hang on. This is all wonky. I got to make it fit the screen so we can see it, see it appropriately. Yeah. Those guys are the ones who um, determine where that, where that first down marker is. So they're constantly moving that thing when there's a first down. And um, this guy right here, he is um, he's about to get his leg broken. The, the dude who's a blur for New Orleans, that's Alvin Kamara. He's going to hit this guy's uh, leg, and it's going to snap. That didn't look like much there because the, these two guys for the Lions were in the way. But at this point, his leg's broken in half. Now, look at There it is. 
You see this this sharp edge here? That's the bone. He's got like long his shoe fell off and everything. And Kamara looks at him like, oh shit. Oh, oh my god. Let's frame by frame this. Oh no. Tyler says, quote from Rick Patino, basically the bone was popping out of the skin. Wow. That poor ref is just writhing in pain. Look at, oh, 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 oh my God. Oh. Ooh. I don't know what, they didn't say anything. After, I didn't know what happened to the guy. They probably shot him. Oh, that was rough. Never good. Poor old man. I mean, just all he has to do is pick up the thing and say, all right. He probably volunteers the job, the position. He moves the down and distance marker. <clears throat> By the way, uh, this is why I often say that Michigan fan is the worst. It's because of quotes like this one from Joe Martinez. We bow to no one. We are Michigan, baby. Who talks like that? That's that's what makes you annoying. It, Michigan fans are annoying because they do dumb shit like that. It's that arrogance that everybody hates you. Fuck. Son of a bitch. I hope they lose. I hope they lose after they beat Bama. Again, beat Bama, and then Michigan lose to whoever won the Washington or Texas. Okay? That's what I want to happen. And Florida State beat the shit out of Georgia. And then when I'm right, you can all suck my dick. Um. Joe keeps writing, we are Michigan, we bow to no one. It's making me, see, I'm going to go, I should go into um, Twitch because there's certain filters you can put on. Um, and I should like say, you can't say that anymore. It will, like won't be allowed. He says, that's their saying in the intro, dummy. Yeah, theirs, not you. You can't even get into Michigan because you're a Mexican. They don't want you there. <laughs> he says free speech. I don't know about that. All right. Thank you to TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Book an event at TC Paintball and get ready for fun. I have a date of Paintball War number 23. We are getting together on Sunday, January 21. Speaking of Mexicans, uh, all the Mexicans will be there. A good portion of the majority of our players usually are this group. They're all friends. You got one Honduran and a bunch of Mexicans. Gabe is the leader. Gabe, the Honduran, leads his Mexican buddies. 
uh, over to TC Paintball. And we have so much fun, and I want you to be part of it. If you've never been, uh, please join us. I would love you to reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com, on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox to confirm that you're going to be there Sunday, January 21, indoor play, more than likely, at TC Paintball. It's going to set you back 35 bucks. It's normally 48 for a typical uh, round of play at TC Paintball, but uh, when you're with my show, it's at a discounted rate. You get the paint, you get the uh, gun, you get the mask, unless you have a gun already, but it's still 35 bucks uh, for the field time. So join me January 21, that's a Sunday, at TC Paintball, pizza party beforehand with BC Pizza, and off we go. Uh, otherwise, book an event at TC Paintball. King's Room Barbershop, you got three locations, Caledonia, um, Northland Drive, and 821 36th Street in Wyoming. Go see any one of the top stylists at King's Room Barbershop today and uh, get yourself a haircut. They're 19 bucks plus tip. And please mention that uh, you heard it on the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you're a guy or you're a chick who gets her hair cut like a guy, short, uh, maybe just a chick who likes short hair, uh, get a cut at King's Room Barbershop online at kingsroom.net. Uh, at kingsroom.net, you've got um, exact locations and um, schedules of the stylists and the full pricing uh, slate there on their website. Last but not least on the show today, Frank Foss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, I can't stress enough that when it comes to picking your insurance on Obamacare or through Medicare, or getting your social security in order before it gets started, uh, absolutely reach out to Frank to get help with everything. Uh, this is all done by Frank for free, no cost to you. He works with the insurance companies to put you in the policy and uh, go, taking care of all this busy work and red tape for all these different types of things can be a real hassle unless you have a pro doing it. Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. And I want you to mention me when you reach out to him. The thing to do is go to his website, buy, B-U-I, insurancehere.com. That's buyinsurancehere.com. And uh, fill out the form and off you go. Frank will help you every step of the way. Coming up on the Patreon. Uh, I have an incident at a Chipotle restaurant that Kenny sent along. It is just ridiculous. And also the band Kiss called it a career, sort of, uh, with their last show and then unveiled something that's so goddamn ridiculous. Only stupid-ass Kiss fans would be interested in supporting it. Because let's face it, people who like the band Kiss, like, go see them in concert and go, yeah! They're idiots. All right, on Friday, I can't remember why, but um, I made Linda the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, today's asshole of the day is Linda for her Alabama bullshit. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Florida State all day. I cannot believe you you root for a team that scams their way into the playoffs. 
God damn, what an annoying thing. You're almost as annoying as Joe Martinez. All right. Till next time. Thank you, folks. And I will talk to you down the road. Eric St. Joe podcast is concluding. Talk to you on Patreon.